All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about games with app integration. So we talked a good bit on the main show about Mansions of Madness. Uh, let's go just a little bit deeper in designing one of these games. Like, how how is it different? Like, tell me the main differences that you found just working on these games that you knew were going to have, you know, an iPad or a phone or something like that integrated into the actual core gameplay. So one of the biggest things is figuring out what happens in the app and what happens in the physical space. Uh, if you're creating a board game that has an app component, you really need to think about the balance between the digital and the physical, because you don't necessarily want, especially in a co-op game, you don't want people focusing all of their attention on just the digital component. You probably also want them to be invested in the board and the pieces that are on the board that is on the table in front of them that they all get to sit around. Uh, in a case like Mansion of Madness, only one tablet was required, or only one phone, or whatever device you're using this on. Uh, and that was intentional because we wanted the, the focus of the players to be at the table. We wanted this to feel more like a board game than a digital game. Uh, and the app is really just there to handle the things that would be too cumbersome for the physical pieces to do. So the vast amounts of text or story or uh, NPC dialogue or the different ways that the monsters interact with the game, all of those aspects that would take many hundreds of cards or potentially even charts that you have to reference, uh, all of that gets handled by the app instantaneously because of how quickly computers work in comparison to our human brains. Uh, so it's really about where can you use the app to enhance the board game? Where can you use the physical pieces to enhance the game? And how do those two aspects share the load of the story and the mechanics and the game experience? Yeah, very cool. It's, it's such an interesting process, you know, uh, compared to the normal way of doing things. And so I, at uh, Fantasy Flight, did you guys have in-house developers that were doing a lot of the app creation that you could just, just go over to their desk and be like, hey, how does this work? And, and work with them directly? Or how did that work? Uh, there is, yeah. FOG does have an internal uh, media team who develop the app games that uh, FOG creates. There's a couple of them now. Uh, Mansions was one of the first ones where we were doing this. Uh, and it was... Uh, still kind of figuring out what the dynamic was between the media team and the the board game development team. Um, for the very beginning of Mansions uh, and trying to figure out what the app needed to do, it was actually just me poking around in Unity making something that did what I needed it to. Uh, and having a, a playable prototype just from that. Uh, and then later, once we kind of had the idea of what all the app needed to be able to do and how it wanted to handle those things, we brought the media team in and we, you know, talked about all the different aspects of it and they started working on it and creating a, of course, much prettier and, and more robust version of the app than I could have created on my own. Yeah. Did you ever run into situations where you wanted it to do something and the developers were like, no, it's, it doesn't work that way or anything like that, where you just like kind of went beyond the capabilities that y'all had at the time? Yep, there's definitely uh, times where that happened, um, especially moving toward the expansions and and different things. Uh, we only had 
so much time for any of these. Uh, yeah. There's definitely uh, release schedules that needed to be, that we needed to hit. Um, and all of this stuff takes a lot of time. Uh, so we couldn't address absolutely every issue. And we definitely wanted to, you know, quash any bugs. If there was a game ending bug of some kind that needed to get fixed, that those are the priority. But over time, when there was uh, more opportunity for the media team to add new features to it, we generally had a list of, these are things we would like to be able to do in the app to make more robust stories or to more efficiently tell our stories. All right, so what would you tell people that are thinking about kind of heading down this road? I mean, gameplay is more and more becoming hybrid in a lot of different games, you know, where you kind of have an app, you have a phone doing certain parts of, you know, handling different aspects of the game. What would you tell people that are kind of traveling down that road just to think about or to be aware of? Like, what would be your, your advice? You want to think about where different aspects of your game belong very early. Get an idea of what you think should belong in the app and what should belong on the table. Uh, but also just play other games that are similar to you, what you expect to make or even just games that use similar technology. Uh, play with the app, play as a player who isn't the one controlling the app. Try both of those things to get a feel for what it's like to see the screen or to not see the screen um, and to interact with it and get a feel for how you expect the app to interact with the physical components. You, you want your digital component to be intuitive and not intrusive to the gameplay. So you definitely want to have many different people play with your app um, and see what they try to do with it when not given any specific information about it because it's, it can be, technology can be much more frustrating than the physical cards and tokens. Uh, and the other thing is that if something goes wrong with the app, the players will know immediately. Whereas if you know, you're missing a token or a card or somebody incorrectly follows a written instruction, those things can kind of slide in the tabletop side of things. Um, it's very easy to make a mistake in a game that doesn't have an app and never even know that you're playing the game incorrectly. The game is still enjoyable and you're still, you know, doing what you're doing. But a small mistake like that with an app can be much more devastating to the play experience. Yeah, that's a really good point. There's a lot more leeway when it's just the tabletop thing and, and as opposed to the app, especially if the app has a bug or a glitch or something like that, it makes it painfully obvious that something's wrong. But if, you know, your buddy Steve has a glitch and he misread the rule and he screwed up part of it, yeah, you know, it's just Steve and we'll just play the game and maybe we'll have to retcon some things or maybe we'll figure it out later. It's just a different way to look at it. It's a really good point. Yeah. Well, cool. Again, Nikki, really appreciate your time. Appreciate just the, the ideas, the advice, the insight on these things. Uh, again, excited for the things that you have coming down the road. Good luck with all the, the cool games that you're working on and everything else you got going on right now. Yeah, thank you very much for having me.